I gotta make sure I get the spelling right. I don't want another cuddle monster to get this money. <laughs> Can you imagine I the horror? I am a unique snowflake. XQ, folks. XQ quality. Better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. So 233 of Channel Massive, our third Tales episode in Tales from Azeroth. Yes, Tales Animal of lovers. the Pandas. Yes. Animal Lovers. That's our title for tonight. <laughs> Which is a, it's a really good pizza that I like to get at this uh, vegan pizza place that my brother-in-law makes me go that to. That is a good... I love good the one. Animal Lovers pizza. Yeah. Fake pepperoni, fake sausage. Fake everything, but it's good. Fake it's totally everything. Good. Yeah. yeah. But we're not necessarily animal lovers this time around, purely because we're Pandarans, although that's definitely part of the love. Yes. The other part is that finally in this session, I've heard so much about it. I mean, I heard so much talk about it before Mists of Pandaria released, and then you were telling me about it and getting me pumped up about it. But of course, there was the gold price for it that yeah the was an barrier obstacle. to entry was a bit high for a beginning character but thanks to you and your magical powers mark <laughs> <laughs> we were able to start pet battling my hacks <laughs> even though you deleted your bank even though i deleted my bank i have made uh i'm uh halfway there to having what i had lost back That's awesome <laughs> how are you doing that is it through auction stuff auctioning or? stuff and then um just my higher level characters just rolling in the money and um the instances i'm doing i'm doing some of the old heroics but you know they're they're not the ultimate like max level heroics and so um yeah. i'm not wiping at all usually you know the parties that i'm getting the pugs i'm doing aren't wiping so i'm having uh pretty good success in finding items that i can sell for lots of gold and uh, yeah, I'm just rolling in the dough right now. It's great. So, do you have a pug pet? A pug pet? Yeah, because when you said pugs, that reminded me of how. Oh no, I don't have a pug. Oh, I no. want to find out how to get a pug. Hugh's got a pug. I'm so jealous. I've wanted a pug ever since I heard about pickup groups. Oh. All right, that's so cool. It's all tiny. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, the one I wanted was the, um, and I, I wanted this for a long time, and I just never did it, but I wanted as a Horde player to have a Hunter with a Mastiff, which is usually something oh, that yeah. the, the Worgens can get, because mm -hmm. that's where they are in the Worgen area. But mm -hmm. as I played an Undead Hunter, which was never an option previously, um, to Cataclysm at least, I was able to finally find a a wild roaming mastiff and make it my own and i have a pet mastiff so in real life so it's kind of <laughs> yes. cool mastiffs are, are super awesome i love seeing your dogs because <laughs> i i've grown up and i continue to live in a world of small dogs right and that, hence why i was really excited about seeing that little pug because it's tiny in world of warcraft it's oh tiny it's teensy wincy it, it's like the size of my plague squirrel which yeah my plague squirrel makes me laugh so hard because he's sickly green with spots of like muscle showing through yes. and he's got this like he's kind twitchy. of greenish yellow glow and yeah he's really twitchy mm -hmm. and it's just so disgusting it's like the perfect <laughs> pet but in real life you have gigantic dogs yeah big dogs at least compared to what yeah, i have oh i've had pretty big dogs but our latest one is tipping the scales at over 200 pounds <laughs> yeah so cool yeah it makes me think it's i think the one thing that keeps me from it's like I have it mentally added to my mind, like maybe I should get a Mastiff uh, someday when I have a house. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's just such big poop to pick up. It is a lot of poop. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it it is 
it is amazing how heavy it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, gross. <laughs> um, but it is, but it's a lot. But, you know, it's like um, even um, for apartment dogs, I, I've known a few people who've had Great Danes and had really good luck with them because they... Yeah, the big dogs. They're really they're sedentary mellow. in general. Um, you know, as long as you take them for a walk once a day at some point, they're pretty happy, but not too much of a walk. Because they're like, oh. But my dog is in this puppy phase and... Uh, Oh yeah, he is like it's like a wrecking ball. I mean, you you when he gets going, it's like he's got the energy of a small dog, but the size mm-hmm. and weight of a giant dog. Yeah, and you just you got to get out of his when he's hungry. You have got to get out of his way when he heads for the food bowl, or you're gonna. He's a very affectionate dog, but he will <laughs> gently scoot you out of the way. And by gently, I mean he'll throw you off the deck. <laughs> it's like a bucking bronco. <laughs> so. But anyway, yeah, I've got to realize my dream of having a, a real pet, not a battle pet. Um, <laughs> but now with the battle pets, we had a, quite a bit of fun, I think. Yeah, and, and I think the one time that I lost was when I had my one pet who was like level two. He only had one ability. Yeah. And you fought me with a rat. Yes. A white rat. A white me. rat who had like that crazy berserk three attack mode. Yeah, thing. that was so good. <laughs> and that was not the only time that I actually had combat against you and Hugh. So in our session, just to provide some context for listeners, we were joined by Hugh, again, who is still on silent because he's not yet acquired that microphone technology. We, we call him Silent Hugh. Yes. He has a microphone in order, so next time we'll get to hear his the g- gentle, soothing sounds of a Scottish accent. I'm sure so there's got to be a lot of people who are looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, no, me too, yeah. Yeah, so it'll add some exotic flavors to our playtime recordings and then hilgi scott was with us and he was adding his own kind of exotic sound where (laughs) there was just this violent buzzing going on and so unfortunately we don't have a lot of audio recordings with anybody except for me and mark because hilgi eventually had to bail two pandas enter one panda leaves Wow, that is really loud now. What is that? I don't hear it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it sounds like you have a small, like, gasoline engine. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a, a really large uh, marital devi- aid. <laughs> <laughs> With a V8. He had to bail, and it was such a hard bail as in he was totally offline we thought maybe his computer had just exploded from the strain yeah. because it was just it started out as like kind of a buzzer and then it got more and more violent mm-hmm. and it sounded like um i don't know what it was like he was inside hoover dam maybe <laughs> like inside of a turbine or something it was, <laughs> yeah. it was just this roaring because like whoa 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 Is that a Did you say it stopped? No. And we couldn't hear anything, and I felt really, I felt bad for him, because, you know, we, we, when we're trying to do these, we know we're going to do, like, get outtakes and stuff, and we want them to be high quality, so Noah and I, having done this for years and years, we, any little sound just drives us crazy. I mean, me at We're least. sensitive to, yeah, Mark very... was like, I was surprised. I'm like, Mark's like, whoa, this isn't going to work. I'm like, all right, Mark, <laughs> keeping the quality high. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's not like, yeah, we're not like elitist, but we're I mean. We're like, get off, get off the call now. <laughs> but obviously something was going really wrong because we yeah. hadn't had that problem previously at all. So. And Hilgi Scott is so much fun to have on the oh, call. Oh, yeah, he's been to have him. really cool. Has some and, great little things he says. Yeah, exactly, as I'm sure the listeners have appreciated in previous episodes. But it also kind of worked out for the best because he can't stop playing. No. And he he was like, I don't know, three or four levels ahead of us. Yeah, hopefully he won't get too far ahead because when we go to our instance, there's a top end for, like, dead mines of, like, I think it's level... I, I think it's level 20. I, I'm not sure. I have to look. Yeah, and that's... You'll find out, listeners, what that that's one of the items that's on our agenda for next that's time. That's our next one, is our first instance together to yeah. see what's happened and to get to do an Alliance instance as Horde characters will be really fun. That's one of really my cool. all-time favorites. So awesome. I've done it so many times. It's, uh, it's I'd blast. like to do something Alliance because we are deep in the Barrens, and this is probably the strongest memory 
aside from the actual Blood Elf capital, the only strongest memory, the other strongest memory I have of my previous time four years ago with World of Warcraft, because it's just so huge. And there's just, it covers such a land area. And it's just, a, there's geographical variety. I mean, there's like a lush forest and we're going to end up going into on the western side of it. Yeah. That's where I remember first running into PvP and getting sniped <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure will happen yet again. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it just, it gets a little monotonous. Yeah. And it almost made me wish that, like, man, I kind of wish we'd played Alliance. Well, the fortunate thing is that we're going to out-level it um, really quickly and go That's up That's good to... to hear because it felt just interminable. Yeah, we we won't time. be we won't we won't be there much longer. We'll go up to Ashenvale or whatever it is, and uh, which is like a we'll be in contention with some night elves, some elves. Yeah, yeah I think that's actually just about as I remember doing some. Yeah. that's where the PvP was, and I remember doing some kind of night elf related yeah. dealy. So we'll see if they've done anything to make that zone better. Um, cool, it should be fun. Um, I don't know. Do you have a favorite zone from? Well, the, from what you've played thus far, like a favorite place that you just kind of like to be in? Well, I really liked the Wandering Isle, much more than I expected. That was really cool. But it was done so well. Yeah, that was, it was, that was good. That was pure game, gaming goodness. No matter what genre it is, that was just a blast. Good I mean, quests, good level design, lots of variety. Yeah. Good music. It was just fantastic. And complete. It really told a full story. And when you chose Alliance mm-hmm. or Horde, you knew why. Yeah. Whereas before, I was like, how are they going to make that work? You know. So. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of flavor and personality and content packed into a little area. Mm-hmm. Really neat. So I, I liked that. And then just thinking back previously, I really liked uh, the Blood Elf Capital. I just thought that was cool, which is a lot like the Human Capital, I think. Yeah. Lots of really tall statues and castles and stuff, and. Uh, I remember the brooms sweeping. Oh, yeah, and the cats. Clean. Remember I kept praying the cats with my priest? Yes. Yeah, it was just, it was really idyllic. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> Bad kitty. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, and then I would say the place that I really want to see next is I want to see the Oregon starting zone, which I know is completely oh, no, you out of have what we're doing. To. But it's, I was it's awesome. researching it during this last week because I was just like, wow, it sounds so cool. And I was looking at concept art for it and I was reading about what did the area look like prior to prior to it actually being unveiled in the Burning Crusade. Or I'm sorry, within Cataclysm and how it was just this gray wall. Oh, yeah. And how they redesigned it. So it was this wooden gate with timbers and everything. And then just the architecture, this circular city with all these European-styled turrets and roofs. It just looks so freaking yeah. cool. It's very um, like Sherlock Holmes, Jack the Ripper style. Like um, Yeah, so they London. have like top hats and stuff like top that. Top hats, yeah. And in fact, I had a top hat with my Worgen, um, which was cool. I really liked to, to cruise the the top hat um yeah it's really cool and what's really cool is it's the the they are diametrically opposed to the undead which is like my favorite starter zone now yeah um and i just loved how they redid it and, and from what i saw of it i mean i didn't play much in there i actually didn't have any characters what i saw of that area also looked really cool i remember trying the drain i starting area and i didn't like that i wasn't really crashed starship starting zone yeah. or whatever humans i don't remember see anything there that I thought was really cool the only thing I liked about the humans was the dead mines was that's actually an instance in the humans which is something we're going to get to see yeah um, yeah human so my favorites are undead and then in a later zone um, I liked the burning crusade stuff but I liked um, desolus in the old like Azeroth kind of area oh yeah where like the original games took place right yeah and um and I mean I just had so many great open world um you know spontaneous pvp experiences there um that I I I'm almost afraid I have not gone back yet to see what's happened with Cataclysm to see what they've done to Desolus Mm -hmm. because I loved it so much the way it was it's like I don't want to I, I want to go and see, but I'm afraid to because I just I spent so much time there with so many different characters. So, <laughs> you know, another area that I have a lot of curiosity that I'd love to see that I don't think we'll we'll be able to get into during our 
two-month tour of duty because listeners just as a reminder we're going to be playing world of warcraft through the end of february last week of february and then the first week of march Bam. we changed to a new game which shazam almost guaranteed it's going to be the secret the world. secret world yeah i think i think it's got to be and once we get there i have a feeling i was telling mark before we started recording right now i still feel like because there's just so much to world of warcraft yeah that it's so easy to get compulsive about it i mean researching on the wiki looking at my characters in the armory looking at my friends characters it's just so well developed so rich so deep i feel like i may second guess myself but should i really cancel my subscription or should i keep it open so i can keep playing so you can occasionally tour yeah. Well, especially if you start the Worgen quests, they're really yeah. good. It's a lot of fun, and it and it's just it tells a story from it's like a he said she said version of the undead one. So cool. it's pretty neat the way they do that. But but that's how I feel now. Who knows how I'm gonna feel yeah. at week six or seven? Like, Man, oh God. all right, get me out of here. I'm ready for extraction. Please give me the change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the secret world is very different, but has a really cool feel to it. So that'll be fun. Something that we talked about last week that was a little bit awkward with a group of five or six people doing this primitive starter zone yeah. on the Wandering Isle was that it was it was easy to just kind of lose track of each other and just like, come on, let's share the quest, let's get through oh, this, yeah. things are getting done. But this time we did a much better job of staying together, especially thanks to Mark. <laughs> I was like, he was like our tour guide. Are we coming? Are you coming? Are we ready to go? <laughs> I know. I, I felt like the bus is going to leave. The, this ducky tour will begin. We're going <laughs> to yeah. go into the harbor and check out Boston, and then we're, you know. Well, it was good because we ended up in an air. We got so far from Agramar, I was actually yeah. going to walk back after everybody signed off so I could turn in this one lingering starter battle pet quest. Oh, yeah. Where I had to heal a battle pet. And I spent five minutes walking, and I still wasn't even halfway back. I'm like, how did we get out this far? I didn't even realize we traveled that far. Yeah, there and there's a bunch of battle quest, um, battle pet quests in that area in Duratar. So, like, you have to climb, you have to figure out how to climb up this mountain, Ooh. which is kind of a challenge until you find it, and then you're like, well, that was easy. But it, at first, it's like kind of daunting. Um, and there's a bunch of, so you, you find a bunch of these battle pet trainers that like want to take you on. So that's like these carefully. That's so Pokemon. Yeah. And you take them on and win and then they get all sad and, and advance, you advance through your quest line and stuff. So that should be quite fun. Yeah. And that actually is really, that's an allusion to why we named this episode Animal Lovers because holy cow, pet battles were really addictive. But we'll get to that a little bit later. I also wanted to touch on something else that. I was hoping to improve this time around. I was hoping to make my interface a little bit better. Mark and Hilgi Scott are so much more advanced at upgrading their interface. I downloaded all the same things. I downloaded Wild Matrix. I cannot figure out how to make it look nice like you guys have, so I'm going to have to get a tutorial from Mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that, that after the... But then even beyond that, I realized why I was having such a hard time with remembering how to play the game is because at some point during my first time through, I toggled off tutorial notes. Oh, snap. So I yeah, turned those back on, back on yeah. but it's, it started from the very beginning. Oh. But even then, I could not figure out, I'm like, how do I get mail? It's telling me on the screen, on the interface, there's an item that says, you have messages from these people. And I completely forgot that to do mail, you have to go to a mailbox, which are fixed locations that are often right. really far apart. And it just was the most asinine thing, because I can't think of any other MMO that does that, that I've played. Now, granted, my experience right. is shallow compared to yours, but... So every other game, it's like it's just like it's another way of chatting or communicating with somebody. It's a static version of the chat window, and you just pull it up. You right. have to go to some hokey in-game world convention of this single mailbox that handles hundreds of thousands of people's mail. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like the neighborhood mailbox, but it just has the one slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that actually ended up proving a problem for us, too, because you were trying to give us some gold for the, for the uh, pet battles, yeah. and nothing was showing up. M-N-S-T-R-R, is that right? M-O-N-S-T-R-R. M-O-N-S-T-R-R. No, I misspelled it. Let me look at the screen. There's no E. Oh, that's the problem. And you were logging in with one character and logging out, logging back in, logging out, and and you kept saying, like, did I type the name right? Oh, shit. M-O-N-S-T-R-R. That's not good. You sure? Yeah. Oh, I just sent it. Let me try it again. C-U-D-D-L-M-O-N-S-T-R-R. Yeah. C-U-D-D-L-M-O-N-S-T-R-R. 
And so there's just all sorts of clunky problems there. And then I couldn't toggle stuff on the map because I'd installed Auctioneer and the little badge for Auctioneer on top of my little ring around the minimap. It won't move. And it's like two pixels. It's, there's only two pixels of the map toggle button showing from outside of that. Oh, geez. So it's just like, oh. Yeah, my interface that's... was just slowing me, slowing us down. So I, I just dumped it and yeah. followed the tour Back to guide. basics. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get it. I've done that too before, though, where I've tried like, like I always make I make a rule in WoW Matrix or if you go to Curse Gaming or whatever, like only install one matrix or one uh mod at a time, always, because then yeah you'll log in and it'll be like totally foreign to you or alien, mm-hmm. and you'll be totally. like I don't know what the hell's what, and you don't know what this does. Is this for this mod or that mod? Is this a statistics tracker or is it like my quest yeah. helper? And um, and so I've I've tried to limit myself to that after several experiences of like going, what the hell did I just do? And I actually had one that kept throwing errors. Yeah, I just straight up turn off, and I'm like, oh come on. Yeah, there's a lot of that, and it's crazy because while Matrix um, is supposed to tell you, um, you know, if it's out of date or not, and yeah. if it's updated, you would hope that they would be. Good, but bug free. fortunately there's another mod, yet another mod you can get that intercepts all your bugs and puts it in a different chat window that you don't ever have to look at. Oh. So those just scroll the whole time as things explode, <laughs> and you never know, which is fine by me. What what I don't know won't, can't hurt me, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll work on the interface tweaking. Yeah. I like to keep it pretty simple, but... Well, you do now. You started out a very different player. When I started <laughs> out, I was like... You were mod happy. It was like that um, that movie uh, by Mike Judge, Idiocracy, where in the future, <laughs> um, everyone's really stupid, and the, these people have these gigantic TVs. They're like 70-inch TVs, mm-hmm. but there's so much advertising on them. It's like C- C- or, uh, MSNBC Gone Wild. There's so much advertising and so much happening on the tv that the viewable window is really only four inches <laughs> yeah and the rest is all just a and tickers and that was like my ones. original wow interface like you could barely <laughs> see what was happening because i had so many things going on like analyzing like performance <laughs> for raids and how what was my time to level and what was well, my a power gamer well, well i was at the time but like you know what's my how much gold am i making per minute you know, I had all these things analyzing everything I was doing and who's who's assisting me, you know, to, so I could track the healer to see if they were really performing or not. <laughs> you know, I had all kinds of crap going. And, uh, and then, like, this last time around, I know, you know, Blizzard does that thing where they, if it's a good mod, they kind of will in- quietly incorporate it in, with the exception of some things like Auctioneer and other things. Yeah. But, um I wanted to just see what they'd done over the years, so I started out with no mods. And first one, what do you think the first one was that I added? Equip compare. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't handle this. And so um, I found out actually in WoW that if you press shift and, because that makes and sense. hover, because that makes sense, it will compare your items. That's equipment. such BS. Does it have the exact same interface and stuff? It looks pretty similar. In wow. It's just so dumb. It's like, why wouldn't you want that on by default? Yeah. And I couldn't find a toggle. Maybe there's, if, you know, if you're listening and this is elementary to you people, <laughs> yeah. write in and tell me that there's a toggle for a quick, a quick compare. Like every other RPG or MMO that's ever been made. Exactly. Tell me how to do that. But I just use the mod and it always yeah. seems to inevitably blow up half the time on weapons. But now I know the shift trick, so I guess I'm fine. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I I do try to I am much more minimal on my on my mods now. It's really just about auctioneer equip compare. When you have such a giant screen now, you could probably it afford is... to put as many mods as you wanted on there. Yeah, I guess I could go with the the idiocracy <laughs> mod. Um, but uh, no, I'm trying to keep it more of where viewable real estate and uh, keep it simple. Um, nice. So. I mean, I, it might not look simple, but it is to me. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I understand me. the language, the science behind it. Yes, there is a method. There is a madness to the method. Um, so while we did progress a little bit slower yeah, this time, we were together. We only got one level higher. Yeah. Whereas, like the first two sessions, we we jumped six levels each time. Yeah. Which it, makes sense. It was I mean, slower the, going. The earlier stuff is supposed to go by fast, but yeah. 
even in spite of that, we did have several cool little quests and moments that, that we, we shared. Through. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't wasn't a stream of um, one or two of us would kill all the, the boss monsters or the <laughs> main quest goal things, and then Noah would come around the corner and go, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So we didn't do that. We were, we were like, waiting for people, making sure we were all in sync. Well, there was one moment I was totally shocked where we got taken into that goblin arena. Now, I didn't remember that at all. So. And there were, like, beasts that were two or three times our size. There was, like, several of them. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And they would hit you with the knockback, and you go flying. Yeah. I couldn't believe that we took those down. Yeah, I guess they did it to make you feel powerful. Because you know everything yeah. else in Duratar will not make you feel powerful. But yeah. what was funny was in the previous podcast, I had like kind of foreshadowed it that we were going to run into harpies. And yes. that was like the first quest we had was the oh, gosh. get the bags that the harpies stole and kill some harpies while you're at it. And yeah. they were just as screechy as I recalled. <laughs> yeah. With their little pasties on and yes, yeah. Uh, I remember when I first saw those back when I was playing years ago. I'm like, wow, this is a little suggestive. It's kind of racy for yeah. Right at the very beginning of your levels, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Put wow. it all out there. Blizzard. I mean, and by wow, I mean wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not so much. <laughs> but they, yeah, the the shrill harpy screeches are still the same same old sample. Was that wolf fable thing that we went through? Was that something that had been there before? Do you remember that? I don't remember that from before. Or we transformed into a wolf. And no, to an area. And... I totally didn't remember that one. That must be newer. That was kind of cool too. Yeah, it's cool. They added a bunch of new quests. That, you know, I didn't certainly don't remember. I remember the harpy quest, the kill the quillbore quests, yeah. kill the plane striders. Yeah, um, I remember that too. I remember, you know, a whole lot of stuff around killing different kind of quill bores and stealing kill items. Kill kill six, kill seven. Yeah, um, and then there was a, I remember a, uh, some kind of a cult up by, like, to the to the east of Agrimar where you had to go to their cave and deal with them. I can't remember. I think they were linked to Ragefire Chasm or something, but that's yeah, they've changed some things up, and for the better, I think. Yeah, because it helps, it helps these middle zones retain a little bit more of that freshness and that forward momentum that the starter zones, especially the newer ones, have. Yeah, absolutely. And getting on to the thing that took up a lot of our time and probably is why we didn't level up as much, that's, of course, pet battling. And I already had some pets that were gifted to me just by virtue of upgrading or purchasing a certain package or something like that for when I installed Pandaria. And it was so cool to have this idea that I have these cosmetic pets, but they're actually going to do stuff too. Yeah, that's probably And there are just fun. monsters everywhere. Yeah. And so easy to jump in, use their little abilities, and then you're juggling pets and you're trying to level them up. And I was, I was really happy that in the course of our session, I was able to get a, uh, a dung beetle, a creepy crawly, and a cockroach. <laughs> so I had like the most disgusting critters. I was trying so hard to find a prairie dog. I don't know if they're day night sensitive, but I couldn't oh, find yeah. any more. Yeah, maybe maybe one of those prairie dogs. Yeah, we collected all sorts of things, and it's just it's so easy to get compulsive because with as much as we wandered through the barrens, there's different animals that are around in different areas. Yeah, and so it's like, what are we going to find over here? What are we? Oh, we got to do this quest too. And then uh, it's cool because you can single one out to be kind of your little buddy when you're walking. Yeah. Around. And Hugh was just hearing us talk about these pet battles. And oh, right, because he didn't have the, he hasn't got the expansion. He doesn't yet. have Pandaria, so he has no pet battles, and so his world is just a shallow. He's going to have to get that because it's pretty fun. He should, yeah. When it goes on sale, I don't know. Yeah, I think he would like it. I like the pet battles. It's. I remember being really skeptical about. And you can queue them up just like the PvP queue too, so you can. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can. It'll randomly match you with a player. Oh, cool. So that's fun. You know, I, I don't know if it does it by, if it compares the level of your pets or not, but I did it one time. Well, the first time I ever, the first only time I ever did it, it matched me up against some gnome who was obviously like a level 90 gnome or something, very high level. But his pets were all starter pets, so I actually beat him. <laughs> and that was really funny. I was just like, wow, I guess it doesn't matter, you know? That's so. pretty cool. And the cool thing is the pets you have for each character or for the character you're playing will all be available to all your characters. So Oh neat. So it's yeah. not specific, like you don't have to start over. 
That's really nice. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people in WoW, they have lots of vaults, and they probably like to jump in between them. And Yeah, and everyone, you're like, oh, I want to gather this pet, yeah. and I don't want to go log in as my alt, go all the way to this exact same place on the planet and find out that somebody's already collected it or something. Yeah, precisely. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool system. And oddly compelling. Yeah, so that's going to be my challenge, is to stop doing that in order to continue yeah. progress into things and in order to make up for that we have some plans which we'll tell you in a moment but i was kind of curious for you mark now you've you've already had some more exposure to this because you've been playing some other characters get it gathering gold and all this other stuff what are your thoughts on kalimdor and agrimar and everything post wandering isle Oh, like in comparison? Yeah, now that we've gotten back to something that you're familiar with. After the bar was set so high with the Wandering Isle? Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of tough. Again, the the for me, the undead starter zone is just awesomely done, so I I just love to go there. Yeah. I never did like Duratar. I, I don't like Agrimar particularly, and I hate Baron's chat. And in fact, we ran into... Um, we weren't even in the Barons, but the chat was already getting bad on the general channels. Oh my gosh, yeah. A bunch of racist comments and stuff, and I just thought, you know, it's just, I, I just don't get that in a lot of the other zones. Maybe I live a sheltered life or something and don't notice it, but <laughs> it's just there in particular. It just brings out people's inner douchebag or something. Mm-hmm. So that had me bummed out, and I'm just not really fascinated by the quests there. I mean, my ultimate experience in Duratar is to go to the Orc Starter Zone. I've said this before. As a Night Elf, train a, a, one of the boars. That's the very first quest the, the Orcs get. Um, so it's a level one. Mm-hmm. Stealth yourself. Wait for them to try and kill your boar, which flags them for PvP combat, and then hit them with, like <laughs> one of you know, like a, a one of your you know very high damage abilities so you can, you know, achieve 80,000 damage on a level 1 noob or something. And that's like <laughs> how I like to be in Duratar. So that that might not be what that might not float everyone's boat, but that's <laughs> that's Mark's That's style. that's my ideal voyage into that. That's I could definitely see the appeal. I would love to do something like that. Well, it's just there's just something beautiful about the way the character like hits the boar and then pauses like what did i just do and then you just like you just hear the shrink and you hear you know you hear the bow like creak and then it launches the arrow and then you see the giant damage number and you see the little orc just like fall over dead (laughs) and then it's cool to see them come back and look kind of haunted and (laughs) terrorized <laughs> Didn't Clucky do stuff like this too? I remember him. Yeah, he um he 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 did stuff similar. You guys teamed up together even. To, yeah, we teamed up to and grief some people. We that griefed a lot you. of people, especially in Desolus, which is one of my favorite places. So. <laughs> is it by Desolus you're like level thirty two, I think, or three or something, mm-hmm. and you're starting to feel like you know comfortable with your place in the world and. And you know, you know, you're like you, you kind of are feeling a little cocky, and and it's an underpopulated area. A lot of people yeah. don't even do the quest lines there, or at least it used to be pre-cataclysm. And so people would be, you know, just maybe going through it almost, never expecting us to have some kind of elaborate death trap in place, and then we would just, you know, gank the crap out of them. And, uh, you know, hunt them down, and it was a lot of fun. And then it was fun even when the tables would be turned on us, and we'd be running for our lives because they'd bring in their, like, max-level alt or something. Yeah. And, you know, we're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. We're going to have to hide. And we'd be hiding, you know, and it's or run into a mob, and then you get, you know, you're getting, you know, a centaur is chasing you down trying to kick you or something, and you're just like, this is awesome. So open-world PvP I just think is fun. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's I remember one time, I had the, my first time encounter in PvP in World of Warcraft, it still stuck with me because it was the first time that it happened. And I, I, it was memorable to me because I thought I'd gotten away from them. Oh. It was somebody way far off, and I could see him, and obviously they saw me. And they re- raced up, and they were chasing my Blood Elf Warlock. And they almost got me dead, and I, I did some attacks back on them, and then I managed to escape somehow. Or they were distracted. Some monster came up and distracted them. And I started getting away. And I got some distance away. And it's like, 
alright I'm going to survive and then they, they just chased me down and got me <laughs> and you're like you son of a yeah it's like oh, dang it I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I have to yeah. go do this wandering way far out here to reclaim my corpse and is this dude going to still be here yeah but that's all part of the fun that's part of the fun and what's really fun or fun to do with PvP is if if someone's just relentlessly ganking you what I like to do is just log out and play a different character for a while and it's funny because you know they're waiting for you they're waiting for someone who's never going to come back <laughs> and you're just like it is even funnier if you have like a, an alt uh, that's the other faction because then you can like you could go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm waiting for this noob night elf to come out of the rocks. Oh, wow. I'll wait with you. <laughs> you know? It's nice. kind of fun. You couldn't do that back in the old days unless you had multiple accounts, but now I guess you can That's now. true. You could only have one alliance on one account, right? Yeah, you could Yeah, you could either That's be... That's so crazy. I can't believe they started out like that. Yeah, yeah. They were really going for that vibe of like, you're going to choose one side or the other, and you're going to fight the hordes of these other people yeah. that you never interact with. It was weird, and I guess I could see it, like, if if you did have, you know, open-world PvP and you're really serious about it, then yeah. somebody could hypothetically spy, you know, and report everything back or something. Yeah, that makes know, sense. But, but I don't know. It's kind of... It's a little bit too much politics. Yeah, I don't know that there's game. a... Re- it's not worth the effort for sh- for certain, so... But uh, but yeah, I'd have to say the 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 Wandering Isle was just so well done that everything seems pale in comparison right now. But yeah, you know. But as you said, eyes forward, we'll we'll get through this. Yeah, and we'll get through some area. instances, which are, you know, an in instances where they basically it's like a Dungeons and totally Dragons module, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a everything's scripted, encounters with bosses, they fight different, they require different, you know. You have to. You have to fight them differently. Certainly the first few levels, the first few instances we will do, we won't run into anything too complicated, but yeah, it's there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's there. <laughs> and speaking of your vast experience with this game, are you still playing some of your other characters? Yeah, I've been really, gone, I've gone really head over heels into it. So I have my, um, Zulin is my... Uh, Max level. He's my highest level WoW character I've ever had. So he's like level 82. Um, and then I have uh, Slagor, which was my orc chamois who's been sitting idle for years. I've been playing him so I could practice being a chamois for when we play. Yeah. Um, and then Murphy is my bank alt, the one that survived. And uh, she's a she's a rouge, a rogue. And uh, I decided I wanted to get her up to level 15 so she could just do instances mm-hmm. while she's sitting there being a bank alt. Never actually, I want to see what it'd be like to level her up by never leaving Silver Moon City. Or so. Yeah. So, um, but I got a little impatient and I started doing PvP and some quests to get to 15. Yeah. And so that's been kind of fun. And then uh, Gankarella is a pally that I'd had forever, a mm-hmm. Blood Elf pally, and, I, and she just happened to be like level 15 or 16, so I, I went through. Is that through. who we played with last time we played? Isn't that who, was she like? No, I had um, one called Vexen was my priest That's that you played was. with. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, um, she's like level 35 or something like that, so that's how far <laughs> we got with her. But, um, but I was really enjoying playing as a, a tanking pally. I had never done that before. And it's, you know, Dead Mind's first instance. But it was still fun to tank as a pally. They do it with, like, a different, totally different style than... I have, a, like, a level 70-something um, um, Night Elf Warrior on Warsong, another server, mm-hmm. which I always tanked with him. And so I, I know how to tank, but doing it as a pally is totally kind of different and cool. And they have two interrupt abilities right off the bat. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice for, you know, tanking a... A, a big uh, boss because you wait till their little bar status bar gets almost to the end where they're just about to launch some evil spell on you or ability and then you interrupt it and they're like damn it <laughs> I can't do nothing so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to learning yeah I don't know how your tank is set up because I've never played a tank before but for me I have to switch between two different stances which are two different action bars huh and so I have to switch to a, a different stance which pulls up two unique abilities that are strictly for tanking, but there's no attack abilities. 
and then I have to switch back to the other stance, which is a different action bar with all these different commands. Wow. From what I actually use, and so I'm really, you, you and, you and Hugh, uh, both dueled me, and so it's like, why well, should use some of these tank abilities or something? Because it, there are passive benefits like I don't take as much damage, but oh, I don't yeah. have any abilities other than taunts. Oh yeah, yeah, and taunting kind of is huge for tanking. That I mean, I love throwing my beer barrels at people, and I can throw them a really long distance. Right. But then it's like, all right, crap, they're running towards me to switch to the other stance so that I can actually queue up some abilities that are offensive and, right. as well. So it's 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 kind of weird. It wasn't what I expected. It'll be interesting to see how you learn to juggle it, you know. It, it's yeah. You'll get plenty of experience in the instances. <laughs> and it, and they're fun because um, what's fun about the instances is as a tank, you if you don't have – you should always know that you're holding aggro. And mm-hmm. if you see yourself losing aggro, then you know you're failing – you know, and and it can get particularly difficult if like a warlock comes in and has their void yeah. guy. Um, void walker. If they have their void walker and they're they leave it in, you have to like tell them you're like you you gotta switch to your imp or something because you're gonna you're They'll they're they're gonna pull the aggro, but they're they're they they can't you know the healer's not gonna be giving a damn about their void walker. They're gonna be trying to heal you, so the void walker will die. And meanwhile, the imp gives the whole party some buffs as far as hit points and I stuff. I remember the imp. Yeah. 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 The um, imp seems utterly useless until you do your first instance with the warlock, and you're like, "Oh, I get it now. This thing rules." <laughs> it's gonna be valuable all throughout yeah. the game. Yeah. All throughout the outdoors, you're just like, "Get away, imp! I need my void walker, or my yeah. my succubus, or mm-hmm. um, or my hound, or whatever." But yeah. Anyway, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really psyched for next week. Yeah. To do our first instance. So we are, I guess, going to level our pandas up to 15, if anyone's yes. planning on joining us, mm-hmm. so that um, we'll be able to just jump right in. That's right. Um, we're not yeah. going to do any more questing to get t- together. I mean, we will, but I mean, yeah, for right but, now, we're yeah. going to start out and hit, we're going to queue up like dead mines, and there'll be, there should be probably five of us. So um, yeah, so the military Scott will be able to join us as the healer. If if you're somebody out there like Hilgi Scott who quickly outleveled us and then was actually outranking our ability to join pugs or whatever it was, um, we are going to play out additional time outside of our regular scheduled Monday night time. So there's a chance you might see me or Mark or, or other people on this weekend over on the Arthur server. Yeah. But for sure, the game plan is. Uh, in the minimum, I'm going to get from level 13 to level 15, and everybody's going to be at least level 15 so we can get into some scenarios, but not too high. Right. Not like level 25. Uh, and then we will be playing Monday night, at, which will be the If you're listening to the day that this episode's posting, it's going to be this evening, <laughs> Monday night the 28th. At Live and uncensored. 11 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And that'll be fun. And I've, I've got, um, we've, oh, it's another thing. We uh, were able to reclaim our YouTube account. Yes. Due to um, some vigorous jogging of Jason's memory by himself. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, I always Jason. think of Princess Bride when I say jogged my memory, which is where Andre the Giant like hits people in the head to jog their memory. <laughs> <laughs> so I just imagine like Andre the Giant hitting Jason in the head. And he's like, I remember. I remember the password. Yeah. So that was very cool of him. Over the weekend, he he came through and remembered our YouTube account password. And they were getting control. We were doing so many, going through so many hoops and digging through so many emails and trying so many tricks, trying to recover the password. Yeah, I apologize to whoever cmjason at gmail.com is for accidentally hacking your password, but really, you really should use a better security (laughs) check than ABC123. Just saying. Um... Sorry. Hopefully their lessons learned. <laughs> I don't remember what I changed the password to. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. Yeah. But thank you, Jason. That was yeah. So cool. we got that back because l- listeners, some of you may have remembered that in our first episode, a couple weeks ago, we said we've got videos. We're gonna be recording videos and uploading them over game time, and then nothing happened because we really wanted to put it on our existing YouTube channel. Yeah, we were looking at Vimeo and some others, and it just I just think YouTube is just so prolific. That's the standard. We really should have it on YouTube. Um, so yeah, so now that we have control, that Mark is going to venture into video some, editing. Yeah, which is some stuff that 
neither of us have a lot of experience with, but hopefully we'll start having extra extra content from our yeah. play sessions to show you. And maybe it'll even be stuff that's outside the play sessions. I don't know. Maybe Mark will have some other cool side stuff Yeah. that he wants to show you with his with King Gorilla or Slagor or something like that. Yeah, we have a good friend who's helped us out before with some video um, advice, Dwayne. Yeah, and he's my, a pro. Yeah, and um, my sister-in-law is actually a pro, too. Wow. So, yeah, I guess we could reach out if we need to. Um, <laughs> nice. But uh, I think it should be pretty much like what we do with audio, just with video. I mean, that's what I recall from last time. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited, though, to get some some of our more funny, poignant videos such as Noah's um, unbridled lust for cuddling people the minute he named his character. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do quite as much cuddling this time. I no, you were more things. you were more by the book. But maybe you yeah. can incorporate your macro to like cuggle, cuddle, and say like say um, you know cuddle monster cuddles whatever your target is, and then you taunt them or something. Oh, that's you a can cool make like idea. a two part macro, so Ooh. you could just be like the cuddling tank, you know. <laughs> or you could like violently like spoon. That. You could violently spoon whatever it is. I'm sure there's all kinds of things you can come up with. That's what I love about playing with you, Mark. Is that you come up with shit like this. <laughs> I come up with horrible, horrible, horrible ideas, and then and then I stick and with them. And I have the tenacity to, to make it. Yeah, you, you you take it to the beyond the logical extension of where it should have stopped, and then <laughs> then you then you have a bunch of pandas trying to cuddle each other. Or night elves in a hot tub after everything respawns. Yeah. <laughs> or blood elves, I mean, yeah. We only have one email that we wanted to bring up that was related to our game time. It came from Jay Sean, or Chandra, or Ginny, whichever name you would like to refer to her as, over at escapistscrawl.com. She didn't join us, but she checked in on us, I think, via the armory and, and wrote... I noticed that your level didn't go up as much this week. I was very sad to miss hanging out with everyone last night. Seems that I didn't miss much, though. I bet you caught up with the Pokemon. I'll bet you caught up, got caught up with the Pokemon battles, and I hope I catch you both next week. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And we also kept our pace kind of more deliberate. So. Yeah. It was fun, though. I, th- yeah. I think we had a good time. Yeah, so hopefully she'll, she'll be on there, and then she'll yeah. join us. Anybody who wants to join us, definitely you can look for us. On Monday, January twenty eighth, at eleven p.m. And yeah, uh, by the time you hear this, we will eleven already, p.m. Eastern. Eleven p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And by the time you hear this, we will actually have already gone through the leveling up to fifteen exercise. So yeah, I'll make sure to tweet. I've already tweeted it. So if you follow me on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash This Is Noah, I'll let you know what's going on. I'll confirm when we're playing and any updates regarding to leveling. So follow me there if you want to keep up with us. And it's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard. We're, <laughs> we're not playing relentlessly, although who knows if that may change in the coming weeks because we're gonna we've already started committing to playing extra time. Yeah, and and there's the whole thought of the worgen level. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be really tempting for me. I think you'll love it. It's yeah. just really well done. What's funny, listeners, if you've if you're a long time listener to the show, you'll know that we really really love League of Legends, and for most of the last year. We religiously played it, and I don't know what the situation is with you, Mark, but since I've devoted time to starting World of Warcraft, I haven't played League of Legends. I haven't either. I haven't not played a single match, so the skills, <sighs> they will atrophy with all the characters except for Sona, I'm sure, Yeah, as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then for me it'll be Kog'Maw, and we'll yeah. probably go back when something big happens, because I'm sure something will this year. Yeah, or like yeah a really it's cool just a temporary break, but... You know, I don't know. I don't remember how many hours I have in that game, but I, I and Dota as well. Yeah. So it's time for a little little pause. I think it and definitely doesn't hurt. No. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. I think when I do go back to League of Legends, I want to do some five v five, the traditional Summoners Rift stuff. Yeah. I want to learn how to. I do too. How to do that, so nobody can say that it's easy mode or some bullshit. So. <laughs> noobs yeah, yeah totally. So. and listeners there weren't as many audio clips in this episode as there were the previous ones just because there was just me and mark talking and we were a little bit non-sequitur but i'm saying this before i've listened to everything to make that decision so i may be wrong yeah. maybe there is some stuff but as usual listen for i may have some outtakes for you 
after you hear our closing song here. And definitely we love having you guys play with us. Feel free to join us. Or if you have any tips, or if you have stuff that's not World of Warcraft related and just want to keep in touch, yeah, send in your comments to mail. <laughs> M-A-I-L. At channelmaster.com. Yep. If you if there's like since we're not covering the news right now, we're totally a different format. But if there's a news item that you would love to hear our silly take on, yeah, feel free to write in with it. We'd love to yeah. comment. We we still are following the news, of course. Yeah, there's we're been just lots not of stuff going on. not reporting on it right now. Yeah. But there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, it's crazy. We could, if we if we only had if Noah only didn't have three other podcasts we could possibly like <laughs> cover it. But have him do other podcasts for Channel Master. <laughs> Put him to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get my kids to do that. That would be great. That's the next step. Yeah, you're training them in instruments now in video games and actually podcasting. Soon they will. Soon I will franchise it. <laughs> be awesome. But anyways, listeners, thank you very much for listening to our show. We hope you're enjoying our tales from Azeroth. We love getting to see some of you in World of Warcraft and join us and play with us. And we'll be back in a week. Until then. I am sure I sent mail to Cuddle Monster. C-U-D-D-L-M-O-N-S-T-R-R. No, I did it. All right. There are so many people in here, I have no idea what's going on anywhere. <laughs> I can earn my keep. I can do jumping jacks. I can sit down. I can sleep. He's boring me. Oh no, we're going to have to have some hot panda on panda action, according to this guy. <laughs> Alright, man. So go get that dung beetle. Make it yours. And if you capture it, when its hit points are really low, you can choose to capture it, and it drops a cage on it. Oh man. That's, uh... That's Guys, I gotta tell you, when we play League of Legends, Noah and I do a lot better. Yeah, it's a little bit smoother. A little, we know we do know what we're doing there. You're late.